I'm Connor. And I'm Campbell. And welcome to Real Geeks, the show where we talk about movies and stuff. So, Alright guys, it's October and we are doing a Halloween slash October themed episode uh-huh. um, with a trilogy. It's actually not a trilogy, there are five films. Um, but only three of them are kind of in the same vein. Or at least yeah. only three of them are, are directed by Sam Raimi. There's actually also a TV show called, I think it's called Ash vs. the Evil Dead. Um, I have heard of that. Yeah, uh, but we, we will just be talking about the first three um, films within this franchise. And so, the franchise Evil is... Dead. Well, yeah, you kind of already saw oh. it. Yeah, I did. Evil Dead. The second one is Evil Dead 2, right? Or is it? Yeah. Is there another name? No, it's Evil Dead 2. I thought there was it was another thing, but yeah, I got yeah, you're right. Um, what was it called? Uh, what's the third one called? Bruh, it's Army of Darkness. Army of Darkness, yeah, that's I knew it was like army or like castle or something. Dang, you don't sound like an Army of Darkness fan. I I mean, it was, I don't know. Anyway, um, yeah, so we're, we're going to be talking about all three films. Um, this is my first time watching all three of them. I, I, they've been Me on my too. watch list for a long time. Um, and I was like, oh, they're all pretty short. I might as well just kind of watch them all over the fall break. Um, so that's what I did. Um, I actually watched them in a different order, though. I watched the second one, Evil Dead 2, and then I watched Army of Darkness, and then I watched uh-huh. The Evil Dead. So yeah. it was like 2, 3, 1 was the order I saw them in. Which is mostly because the you know, the second and third one are on Prime, and it took us a little bit to find the first one. Did you watch the second one with ads? Like, did you only find it with ads? Uh, yes, because that's what okay. it was on Prime. Yeah, yeah, that was my experience as well. So. Which I mean, wasn't that big a deal? I, it was okay. It's just so annoying. Like, ugh, I hate watching movies with ads. But yeah, but I think I think it actually works best if you watch it in order so the thing about these films is you don't necessarily need to watch them in order to enjoy them yeah i think they're kind yeah. of standalone films in a way but i think it's kind of fun to see how they progress um, yes. from the first one to the third one especially because there's like a very clear connection between the first one and the second one the second one's almost a remake of the first one um it, oh, i don't know I mean, about all that but well it's, it's a very similar kind of premise and i think it Again, they're both they both are contained to the cabin. So I think in a yeah. way it's a remake of the first one, but taking kind of a more comedic approach or like a more it's it's definitely more zany, um yeah and funny than the first one. But anyway. So yeah, so what's your pitch to people that haven't seen any of them? Spoiler mm, free. I think yeah. It's weird because I went into this with the context that a lot of people were saying wow, The Evil Dead 2 is one of the greatest horror films of all time, and this is one of like the greatest horror film franchises of all time. Um, a lot of people uh, really love the second one. So I was like, okay, this, this is about to be like a classic. I'm about to like have a great time with it. And the thing is, I didn't think... It wasn't funny enough for me to be a comedy, and it also wasn't like scary enough for me to be a horror film. All three of them. Um, yeah. Well, actually, actually wait. To, to, I take that back, because... Okay, so the first one, The Evil Dead which came out in, I think, 81. That's yes. like the most straightforward horror film of the three. It's kind of yeah. 
it, it is a little bit it kind of funny, but it's um, for the most part kind of a straightforward horror film. The second yeah. one leans more into the kind of comedic territory, but it's still um, it's kind of like half and half, fifty fifty like horror comedy. And then the third one almost forgo- it basically foregoes the horror aspect of it, and it goes straight for it's it's very silly, very comedic. Um, it definitely a departure from the first two. So they're generically and tonally inconsistent. Um, but I didn't find myself really loving any of the three. I, I, I enjoyed them, but none of them were like funny enough for me to find like uh for them to be like a really good comedy or scary enough to be a really good horror movie. For me personally, okay. that's how I felt. Okay. I I can agree with that. Um yeah, I feel like they're definitely very fun. Um, but I don't know. In terms of, of critical stuff, I, I can't. I don't. I can't think of anything to say that wouldn't really give away too much. It's just. It's. A, it's a light. It's a pretty light-hearted. Like. T- like. I don't know. In like. It's not really distressing unless you're really bothered by like gore. But even then. It's it's so dramatic to the point where like you can't even really take it seriously. Um, yeah, I think the word is like camp. They're all very campy films. Yeah. Um, so there is a lot of like blood and that kind of stuff, but it's really like it, it's not like realistic to the point where you're like um, it's jar it's super jarring or really um, it's gross, but more gross just because like it's just. Things look gross. It's not like, ooh, that looks like it hurt kind of thing. If that makes sense. Um, so the the effects are pretty uh, funny and, and neat to look at. Um, a lot of uh, stop motion, um, claymation kind of stuff that I found pretty interesting. So if you like campy horror movies, I definitely think that this would be up your alley but don't expect anything yeah they're, like. they're definitely films that you're not really meant to take seriously yeah um but their inventiveness they are they are very inventive they're very kind of innovative um again they they merge live action with stop motion animation they have really cool effects um a lot of practical um i think like a lot of puppets a lot of yep. um uh tons of of liquids uh, yep. like you mentioned in your letterbox reviews um copious amounts of of just blood fluids um but yeah they're they're not movies meant to be taken very seriously um and i think if we segue into the first film i think a lot of the charm of this one is the fact that they sam Raimi made it on a very small budget when he was 20 years old working with friends i think that's um i i, I think it's not a great film but if you look at it um in kind of from the perspective of in being context. a student film yeah it's it's really impressive um what he's able yeah. to do with such a limited budget and also with a really limited cast i think a lot of the um i think the actors some of them like weren't able to be there all the time so they had a lot of um kind of like stand-ins for those actors to be there um in a lot of the shots um okay. so they had like very limited resources to pull it off um and i think in that regard, it's it's, it's a successful film. Hmm. So yeah. So uh, without uh, without further ado, we're gonna go ahead and get into the 
more heavy discussion of it. So if you haven't seen the movies and you don't want to get them spoiled, go ahead and watch them first and then come and listen. You know the drill. So here we go. Um, so the first one was like kind of pretty much exactly what I expected. Um, just because I feel like within the last year or so, not really the last year, but more so recently than past Halloween's, I've been watching more like classic Halloween movies. Like I watched Friday the 13th a couple weeks ago. I rewatched Aliens, which was Alien, which isn't really a Halloween movie, but it's in the it's in a similar vein of uh, films where it's like you've got the bad, um, like the villain that's like killing everybody, and it's slowly bringing it down. To, like um, I familiarized myself. Yeah, but I mean, there's not. That's not necessarily. This is a very specific, and and classic format. No, like, like a slasher, form. a slasher film. Yeah, because I feel like because it's like you've got the. It's it's very formulaic in that okay, the bad guy kills this person, moves on to the next person, moves on to the next person, and then there's a long drawn out battle between the mm-hmm. main, the final person, and the villain. Yeah. Um, and there's, and I, I, nowadays I think that's, I mean, that's definitely an older, uh, format more associated with like, um, like eighties, uh, horror movies and stuff. But point is I, I, going into it, I assumed it was going to be that kind of setup. So it was about what I expected. Um, Mm -hmm. in terms, and, and except for like, like I said, the effects and like, the amount of, I don't know. It was just like, hang on, Connor, give me a second. There, I, I'm so sorry. I think. Yeah. What is it? Is there something wrong? Huh? Is there a road? Look, and we don't mind you. I'm in the middle of recording a podcast. Oh, sorry. No, you're good. You're good. No worries. I thought like something was like wrong or something. Man, I just they're like yelling. The roommates so can't thought... kill a bug. No, they don't like. They're like scared to kill the bugs. We're keeping this in, by the way. Um, yeah. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. Um, so there, what I was saying was... There... It, it kind of took me... The whole time I was like... Unsure as to how I should be reacting to, the, to it. Because at some points it seemed like it was really trying to be dark and, and, and scary. And then at other points it just was so excessive to the point where... I was like, what the heck is going on? Like, when someone would get, like, stabbed or killed, and there's just, hun- like, dozens, if not, like, hundreds of gallons of blood going, like, everywhere. Um, so I was like, what is the, what is the tone here? Because I was like, I- I- the issue is, with the movie, with these movies, it's kind of, it's kind of, I-, I always wonder if it's, if they were originally knowing that it was going to be not taken seriously or like just what the relationship is there with what they, what their expectations were, if that makes sense. Like I, I especially felt that way after Friday the 13th, like was mm. the, were the create was the creator taking this seriously and it's just like, it hasn't aged well or were they always, were they intentionally going for that? So you're wondering if they're going for self parody or not? Yeah. Um, like it's I obvious think... that they lean into it into the 
second and third, but it's like, did they do that because of the reception of the first one, or was it always... Because they were unaware. That's a good question. I think, at least with slasher films, um, in the 90s with with Wes Craven's Scream, that's a film that's very self-aware, and basically acknowledges itself as a slasher movie like the, the characters in the film like talk about like how they would survive if they were in other horror films so i think lately um or at least in the 90s films began becoming maybe more self-aware kind of self-referential um i don't know about i'm again i'm not like super well versed in like 80s slasher films i think halloween Halloween might have been one just, of the first, yeah, um, kind of of those American Texas horror Chainsaw. slasher films. Yeah, and Texas Chainsaw, which both came out. I think Halloween was like late seventies. I don't. I think Texas Chainsaw was like also in the seventies too. Um, I, don't I think really know I'd exactly like to. I almost certain it's before. It was before Halloween. Okay, well, if that's the case, Texas Chainsaw is like my favorite, or probably is one of the best in my opinion slasher films. And I don't think that's that a, one's I, that one's so irritating. I, I I just can't watch that one. Well, it's a really kind of grimy. Um, Which it's we just, It's about. a disturbing film, and it's not a film. I think that's a film that. Um, I mean, would you consider it campy? I've I haven't seen it. I think I've. I haven't seen mean, it in a while. I don't yeah. think it's a campy film though. Like I think it's genuinely I, I think like pretty disturbing. Um, it's disturbing in the fact that it's like. I don't know. Like I I I, I can't. Like for example, the the whole opening where it's like, oh, these are based on true events and that took place in this year, blah blah blah. Like, yeah, it's a film that I, takes, it's, it takes it itself seriously. It's a film that takes itself seriously. It lost and I think, me like moments after that. Okay, well, at least for me, like that's, I think that's a film where the filmmaker was taking them themselves or the film itself seriously, and it wasn't trying to be campy. And I don't think that's a campy film. Like, I think that's a genuinely, um, sort of distressing horror film that um is kind of different than the evil dead which i think again with the copious amounts of like blood that just spews everywhere and with kind of the the zany visuals and kind of uh you know the the makeup and the kind of how over the top everything is i think in that way sam raimi is probably kind of poking fun at the slasher genre or at least not taking it's not a film that takes itself super seriously with like the the scares right Whereas I think Texas Chainsaw does. Um, yeah, I feel like they're both on the same spectrum, though. Like, I think they're both campy. It's just that one is... I don't think, I don't think Texas Chainsaw is campy at all. I think it's, it's like a pretty rough film that... I know, it's, it's rough in the sense that, like, I'm, like, painfully... Wa- I'm like, oh, my God, come... Like, that's what, that's what was rough about it to me. I was just getting, like, annoyed the whole time. By what, though? Just like how slow, like how slow and like incompetent everybody is, and like it, it just, it, it literally felt like it was like making fun of, like it, it felt like a like a satire. It felt like satire. Like the whole, I, I I go back to like where he's literally chasing them around for like ten minutes, run, and they're like literally running in circles, and then there's the part with the truck at the end. Like you can't, I, you can't watch that truck scene and not be like, "Oh my god, come on!" Like, well, I don't see how it's a satire if it's like one of the first American slasher. I know. Films I'm just saying it's. It, I'm not saying it is. I'm just saying that's how I feel when I'm watching it. So, what, give me an example. Like, what's a horror film 
or like a slasher film that you've watched that doesn't make you feel that way or like you don't think is campy i'm just I, I don't think it is i think all of i think all but basically all slasher films are campy mm. so i guess that does kind of genre, point to like how, i think the genre in and of itself is campy depend it, depending on well, i agree it, i agree at this and I think point, it, I mean, I, there probably are movies I haven't seen that aren't, but I will say most of the main ones yeah, are no. because it's such a, a basic genre that it's just been. I I, I don't know. Well, I, mean, I think even, also it really depends on how you do it. Yeah, I mean, I think horror and comedy are um, pretty like closely related um, in terms of genre, and I think. Yeah, like those films are like obviously distressing and scary, but then they're also like funny, kind of in a weird way at the same time. Um, yeah, I, I the, the thing I go back, uh, the thing I go to is like on if you look at like um, Jordan Peele's movies and stuff, I, I don't, th- I think there's comedy in that, but there's some of it that's, I don't know, I I feel more. I don't know. That's it's it's different. I can't I can't put my finger on it. It's like that one's like funny at the expense of the comedy and I don't know. It, it, it's it's different. I, I can take those more seriously. I feel like there's more genuine like and, and then also like a twenty four films and stuff like 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 those those are like horror and thriller. But I can definitely sit down and like take them more seriously and they leave me like oh my gosh like what like what just happened just like speechless meanwhile like the slasher subgenre of horror is every time literally every time i have the same reaction at the end i'm like oh my god that was like not Mm. so stupid but it's like oh my gosh i can't believe so and so was doing this I, i like that was so like silly that kind of thing I'm not like, oh my gosh, that was so scary. Like that, in that like, case, in, in that case, I recommend uh, Michael Haneke's film Funny Games, which is like the most distressing, disturbing film I've ever seen. Um, that's kind of a slasher film. It's about these two guys that come in and torture this family on vacation um, and kind of pick them off. Oh, what's um, their name? Is it in it from? No, so that's the American. There's a remake. Um, oh dude. I mean I I haven't seen the remake. I'm sure it's it's similar. I that's think it's what a shot comes up when you look it up. It's like yeah, that's... the the nineteen ninety five German film. Ninety seven. Um, or is it ninety seven? Yeah, yeah, I just pulled it up. The German film. That's a slasher film that again, it's actually a very self conscious film. It it's making fun of like other slasher genre films. Uh-huh. Um but it does so by like foregoing all of like the gratuitous um campy kind of elements and and just focusing on like the sheer terror and um mm. also like our enjoyment in like watching people die because um, obviously like we, people watch no, no no okay hear me out like people watch slasher films because again there's a sort of kind of sadistic pleasure in seeing it right like we're drawn to, why are we drawn to watching those types of movies um when we know yeah. that people like they're violent and people die. So that film is making fun of or like kind of calling us out for our kind of participation in that process. Um I don't know, it's it's a very interesting film that like 
kind of makes you it, like it, it, you're like the killer almost in the film even though so like, naomi watts isn't in the original one no, no no that's the remake okay yeah i see um i've only seen that film once uh i i would want to watch it again but it's like one of the most again distressing kind of slasher films i've seen uh-huh. but i think that film kind of makes a case that not all slasher films obviously you're not saying all of them but um the big that's one the major kind of, ones that everybody think about thinks yeah about. that's kind of one film that subverts your expectations of the genre mm-hmm. um yeah so yeah i, I don't know I, I feel like i and and and, and to, uh, to be clear like i don't in in Evil Dead, I feel like it doesn't, like, I dislike Texas Chainsaw Massacre for that reason, but I don't think it takes away from Evil Dead. Like, I found, like, it, there, was a, there was a nice level of both to where it was like, I, I was enjoying myself watching it. I think Texas Chainsaw Massacre took itself serious to the point where I was like, this is stupid. But, like, this is, like, I'm on board with the whole campiness. I'm on board with the campiness. There's a, spe- there's a special level of it that Evil Dead has right, which made it um, pretty enjoyable for me. It's hard to quantify. Okay. It's hard to, like, it's hard to, like, put in words. Because it's, it, like, like... It, it's, it's, like, Texas Chainsaw Massacre is just, like, bad. Huh? Uh, it's just not good. It's not a good movie. How can you make this statement without like what, what what's your Because it's why, like why are you saying it's a bad film? I'm trying to put it into words. It's why, I mean, why do you think it's good? I, I I just can't even think of an I can't think of a specific. Let's see. Yeah, so again, it's one of the first kind of that I mean, doesn't mean anything. Huh? That doesn't mean that that's it. it okay. That? Here's what I, how I kind of conceptualize it. I think like I can appreciate it from a from a technical like effects standpoint. What do you mean but, technical effects? Like like the uh, the uh uh what do you call it? Um set design like that kind of stuff like the um the gore and all that kind of stuff like that was i can appreciate that but it was just i was just disinterested the whole time and i found my i found it very flat well okay i I have to disagree then because i think i heard somewhere i don't know who said this quote but i think they were like when you're when you watch an alfred hitchcock film like you kind of know you're in the hands of a master so you can kind of like sit back and kind of let him do his thing right but when you watch a film like texas chainsaw massacre i think they said like you're in the hands of a madman like the film is opens with this really kind of crazy scene in this van where there's this unhinged dude um and you just like really can't predict what's going to happen next um and especially near the end when you have those shots of her at the dinner table um and it's just like very sporadically cutting um to like her close-ups of her eye and um kind of like the the, the horror that's surrounding her i don't know it, it's just it's a very visceral film and it, it it makes you feel so uncomfortable. Again, like the performances, I mean, I don't really remember the film for the performances. Like, I don't really care about any of the characters, but I'm just saying the look of the film, the feel of the film, um, and just like the the atmosphere that it 
produces. I think it does so like very effectively. Um, and I think it's it's a really memorable film. Like I haven't forgotten it, and I don't. Yeah. I don't think it's bad. Uh, I I think uh, maybe you find like the the characters like annoying or grating, but I, I don't think they're supposed to be like likable. You know. So I'm not saying they're supposed to be likable. I just couldn't get into it. Like I I I wasn't. None of like, it for was. Example, I think I think it's a much a far better film than The Evil Dead. I think The Evil Dead is is a very mediocre film. Like very forgettable. Um. I think the the other two are are much better. Um, I don't know. That's that's at least my personal opinion. I think Texas Chainsaw Massacre is much better than The Evil Dead. Yeah, I'd have to rewatch it. I'm just like, I, I'm remembering my first experience watching it, and I just wasn't really. I I, I don't know. I, I just I was too distracted by like the corniness of it to to like really be disturbed like there were certainly scenes where i was like where there was like stuff going on that was like i was like oh that like that's like that's kind of gross like there's definitely like bits bits and pieces of it but overall like i wasn't like disturbed like generally speaking like it didn't really like it was just i guess i'm just been desensitized to it compared to like because it's just it just felt like something I'd seen a million times before in other hmm. other kinds of like mo- like horror movies and stuff. Hmm. So I don't know. I'd have to rewatch it. I just I just felt like when I was watching Evil Dead, I was I was I wasn't like bothered by the campiness. Oh, okay. Like that's my whole point is like the. Like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, it was like since it, since it was like taking itself seriously, it felt um like it was it was a it, it felt it came across as like a poorly a poor decision on their part. But in this, it's like if something stupid happened, I could I could take uh. I could I could remember that oh hey like this if it's if it's spo- sh- like shooting blood like out of the floor like okay clearly that's not supposed to be like serious but the the murderer chasing the girl around a, a truck three times it's not as clearly like uh unserious I guess so it just like it just like took me out because it's like there'd be segments of the movie where I'd be like, so does oh, a this... film that like lacks a sense of realism, therefore kind of make it not no disturbing? no no I'm just I'm just there's points in the in Texas Chainsaw Massacre where it is trying to be like really where I do feel that it's really scary and jarring, and then two seconds later, it'll like lose me because it'll have some they'll do the the characters will be like overly stupid or um something will happen that just makes no logical sense um because it's it's fine if you just go all in but the issue is that it was like it's it was jumping between being a scary um gory semi like realistic in like the effects and stuff like chopping people up and hanging people on meat skewers and then the next second like the characters are just acting like not at all like how any person would 
act in this situation. That's all. I just feel like I liked the I I pre, I found it more enjoyable when in Evil Dead it was like okay they're just going for the full campiness. It's it's I I which I don't know. I guess that's that's just my opinion, but I'd have Continue. to rewatch. Um yeah, so I think parts of the reasons why I didn't really enjoy the Evil Dead as much. First of all, there's a very just strange scene um, where one of the characters walks into a forest and has an encounter with with these trees, which I thought was just such an odd choice, and I didn't think it added anything to the film. Like, it didn't even have to be there. Um, I don't know. How did you feel about that scene? Because you know what scene I'm talking about. It's just yeah, kind of. It seems like it's just well, there to make the film more. She was getting possessed by the thing, by the whatever. I know, but it's very gratuitous, and it's, like, depictions of how it's, like, possessing her, if you, like, know what I mean, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. looking back, it didn't really stick out to me as being something unnecessary, but, I mean, because uh, there's plenty of other stuff where it's, like, was that really needed? Um, but, yeah, I mean, I guess I, guess I see what you're saying. I, I It, it yeah. didn't, in the moment, I, I didn't really think much of it. That's just a very controversial scene. Like a lot of people have expressed kind of distaste for that specific scene in the film. Um, yeah, which... I mean, that, now that you mention it, I guess it was a bit strange. But again, I didn't really. By that point, I was pretty much just like, um, I don't know. This whole the whole thing was just kind of the whole the, throughout all these movies. I was just sitting here like chilling, just like not taking it seriously whatsoever. Um, so that I might've just glossed over that in, in my thought process, but I guess now that you're talking about, now that you're mentioning it, it was kind of out of place. They could have just had her go out in the woods. Yeah. And I think other than, other than the inventive kind of camera movements, I know there are a lot of the shots where, um, uh, I think the, people operating the camera are just like literally running through the forest really quickly. Um, (laughs) And it's supposed to kind of emulate a ghost or convey like some sort of like ghostly presence. I think just the rest of the film is, is very generic. Um, Well, I want to clarify, like when I was comparing evil dead, uh, comparing Texas chainsaw massacre and evil dead, I wasn't specifically comparing the first one. I was just comparing the whole series overall. Just like, I think, it, it is like the most similar. If we had to pick a film to compare it to, I think it's the most similar to the first one. Yeah, yeah. I'm just like saying sort of I, like, I liked Evil Dead, the Evil Dead series overall better because I just found myself. Uh, because it, it didn't take, because it, it just fully didn't take itself seriously. Okay. I, I just hate to say that, like, with Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the way that. Like. With. The whole like plot and the way the characters act and all that and the performances and stuff like that, which obviously is not the point. The whole point is a uh, scary guy like built set building, building this creepy world. It was the characters were being so like stupid and not even like the obviously the victims are going to be like that, but it was like I couldn't help but be annoyed at the campiness. But again, like the Evil Dead obviously takes it makes it more into a comedy to where I was just like just hanging out watching it not taking it seriously um 
but I, I, I just didn't personally like how much it, it kind of like goes back and forth between the campiness and Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Okay. Yes. You completely disagree. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's what I'm making. It's what I'm saying makes sense. I'm trying to communicate it the best I can. I think. I think you just enjoy like the tone of the Evil Dead films more, or at least you yeah, went into it's, it. It's like I don't. I don't. Yeah. Again, I. I may. It may have to do with expectations too. Maybe if I yeah, had I known with the, the reputation, like, preconceived notions about the film. Yeah. So, I'm just. Based on first watches, maybe if I go back and watch Texas Chainsaw again, uh, I'll feel differently. But just based on both of my first watches, that was just that's just how I feel mm. about it. Um, but yeah, like overall, I, even I think, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, uh, I think we should we should probably like start wrapping up with the first one, moving on to the second one. No, um, no, no, you're good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I yeah. felt like that was more of a general thing about it in, yeah. as a whole. Um. um I'd say I, I, I was really confused when the second one opened up with literally like a whole recap of, of the first one. Mm-hmm. I thought that was kind of un, like, n- unnecessary. Well, yeah, because in a way, I think that the second one sort of is like a parody. It's almost like a parody of the first one in a way. That's what I was but trying to say. Continue, when it but it's like, like, it's still a continuation. And then that whole scene at the beginning is like, that's like him. That's like in his head is how I processed it. Like the I don't know if it's just... a continuation because, um, at least it adopts a completely different tone, and then he returns to the like I guess he escapes at the beginning and then returns to the cabin with like the girl who died. You know, like no, Linda no, no, dies. See, the... That's what I'm saying. All that was like in his head is what I how I processed that. Hmm. Because like, then, it, then well, it cuts back to the part that we see at the very end. When it, I think everything before the part where it cuts. So in the at the end of the first one, he's outside and the thing like comes flying towards him and it like ends or whatever. Yeah, it's like a kind of like a cliffhanger sort of. Yeah, ending, right. It's kind of like a. So. A joke, so the second one goes and it's like basically showing all the same stuff and you're like, what the heck's going on? eventually it gets back to the part where the first one left off. I think when the second one gets to the part where the first one left off, everything before that was literally like in his head, like a, like a dream kind of thing. Like he's been like knocked out by the monster, whatever the, the ghosts. And he's kind of reflecting on what just happened. And in his mind, the only thing that matters is like his girlfriend. So that's the only thing he's recollecting. And it's also like overly simplified to the point where it's it seems it seems looking back after I had come to that conclusion, I was like, okay, well, that was probably just like all in his head because it's like oversimplified, all about his girlfriend, blah, 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 blah. And then it cuts back to where the first one left off. So I think all that opening stuff wakes up where he wakes up in like the middle of the woods, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So I think that's what was going on. That's an interesting interpretation. I I still see it kind of as just a redo. I see each of the films kind of like progressively um like redoing the same plot of the ones before it, but then just getting stranger and stranger and getting further and further I mean, from like the that's kind of like because most... his character also sort of 
um like evolves like he's not the same character in all three films like he changes um significantly like the first one i mean and it's also interesting too because the actor himself changes i think in the first one he's just sam raimi's friend he was not he didn't have like experience as an actor he didn't have any training whereas like in the second one he becomes kind of like the stereotypical like action hero slash like comedic figure like he has great physical comedy and then the third one he almost becomes like a parody of his character in the second one so you know so like i i feel like the films like progressively get more like farther and farther removed from like that feel that uh like the reality or like the realistic feel of the first one um and then kind of like become even more kind of zany parodies of themselves with the third one being like set in like what is like 1300 ad or whatever yeah or, um or 1100 ad or whatever that's kind of how i saw them i didn't see them as like a consistent story because again his character in army of darkness is like 20 times removed from the 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 ash that we know in the first film that's kind of how i interpreted it i just saw it as i i think that it was more um i definitely saw it as a continuation more of a continuation because i just felt like his character was just evolving through the like the story of Mm. things and it does definitely like take I mean, it takes up, and they all take up right where the last one left off, and um, I think there's things about the second and third one that you can't really, obviously you can watch it and still enjoy it pretty fully, but I think that watching it in order definitely gives a better perspective on things, so I I think it's definitely, I never, I didn't really view them as being too independent of each other. Um... I think they were more. I don't know. I, it, it just it 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 definitely it's very interesting the way that it, it the vibe it gives off because it definitely feels like each one, each one thematically and tonally is very a very different movie. But I wouldn't. I, I would just say that that's just how the how it the how it develops over time. Um, it's definitely not like. Star Wars, where it's much more like linear. I think you can definitely watch them in in whatever order, and it it'll be it'll be fine. But um, when I was watching it, I definitely it felt pretty like continuous. I mean, like I said, it does build on itself, but um, like with the campiness and everything. But I think it was just. Um, I never saw that as being like indicative of it being like them being more independent, I guess. I just saw that as like a a change that mm. occurred through the course of the series, I guess. Interesting. Okay. Maybe that has to do with the order you watched them in. Again, I watched them out of order, so I kind of saw them as separate entities that were just I mean, yeah, you watched the you watched the most comedic and last like you watch the most comedic and the least comedic back to back yeah so i i just saw them as continuously riffing on themselves um and just kind of going over the same beats over and over again but in different slightly different ways like for example all of them have a sort of suit up scene right that gets even more and more ridiculous as they go on yeah um so it, it wasn't supernatural the progression obviously i think it really 
it takes a big jump between the first and the second one. And a, I arguably will say like a slightly smaller jump between the th- second and third, but it's it's still there. But it, mm-hmm. it felt it didn't it wasn't to the point where I was like totally thrown off. But like I said, mm-hmm. I did find it. There were some continuity differences that made it me kind of um that threw me off a little bit. Like uh, the main thing was that like the book kept looking completely different um which isn't a super like a major thing but it was like smaller stuff like that where like certain things about like maybe the cabin looked a little bit different and that makes me especially between the first mostly between the first and the second one because i think the second and third one were a little bit more on the same page so i will go so far as to say like you could watch the second and third one and be completely like not basically not like not miss out on anything overall. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we could have the same conversation about these movies with someone who hadn't seen the first one. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they wouldn't know about like the tone change, but story-wise and like base and like um, concept-wise, I think the second one base it covers you for everything from the first one. Yeah, and again, there's the fact that there's a recap of the first one. At exactly. The the one. So. Yeah. So, I don't remember where my, where I, why I started with that. What was my reasoning? Uh, I don't know. Anyway, all that to um, say, I thought the second one was also like pretty average, um, in terms of the fact that I don't know why people were kind of touting it as like such a great horror comedy. Because again, I didn't find it nearly scary enough for it to be a, a great horror film in my book, and then. Not really funny enough either. It, it's it was more cringe kind of comedy, which is not or can't be slash cringe comedy, which isn't really yeah. my thing. Um, although I will say I really did like. I think Bruce Campbell gives a, a significantly better performance in the second one and the third one compared to the first one. Yeah, um, and I love kind of the scenes where he's going crazy in the house and his hand kind of turns against him. Oh my gosh! Um, yeah, it was really was... memorable, and I, and I found those really funny. Like I um, felt like I was watching Beetlejuice. At, at at multiple points in the, in the second and third one. Well, yeah. Um, part of the reason is is that Sam Raimi is also kind of a big fan of the Three Stooges, so he wanted to bring that kind of physical, like slapstick yes. humor to the films. Um, so yeah, I, I did really enjoy those scenes with his hand. Um, and I also liked the suit up scene at the end. But I don't know. I just didn't find myself engaged with really anything else in the second one. Um. Yeah, just not my thing. I I don't really know uh, how else to describe it. Yeah, I I think. Although it it is definitely more entertaining than the first one, I will say that I I liked it better. Um, Yeah, yeah, I I don't know if I would. I don't disagree or agree because I'm not sure exactly which ones. I haven't decided which one's my favorite. Um. Or which one I like the most? I'd have to watch. I'd have to. I'd really have to watch again before I could make that assessment. I I don't know. I think it was. I I found it amusing in a strange way. Um. And yeah, I think Bruce Campbell definitely like was a, a super solid aspect of it. Like I think. 
his character is obviously like the draw for like the entire thing. Um, but yeah, I, I like it didn't stand out as none of these stood out as being like the worst or the best for me at least at this point. Oh, I mean for me the the first ones is definitely the worst. Um, although I I do really like the third one. I think I I kind of dug how stupid and far removed the third one is from the rest of them army of darkness um when the second one ended with him going back to um is it 1300 ad it's like 1100 yeah, it's, ad or like 1300 AD. yeah i was like oh my gosh there's no way this is gonna be the next film um so no i i did like kind of how how weird it was and um it basically just becomes like a generic action adventure comedy um starring bruce campbell as a lead and he's like really He's such an asshole in the third one. Um, yeah, that was weird. He, yeah, so he again, he becomes like a character. Like he's already a character in the second one, and he becomes a character of himself in the third one. Um, but I don't know. He 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 has so many like iconic lines. Um, I love the scene in the pit when he jumps out and he attaches the um the what is it the chainsaw to his hand, and then he's like, "This is my boomstick." I I don't know. I I really loved his performance in the third one. I thought it was funny. Yeah. Um let's see. Yeah, the 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 medieval setting, you know, was was pretty charming. Uh I felt like I felt I, like I was watching like uh Monty Python. No, that's what it felt like too. It it did very much feel like that. I was thinking that as well. Um and also the scene of all the miniature versions of him kind of messing oh around with them. Just very, very campy slapstick humor. I'm not gonna um, say this one was the worst, but I, I, I definitely, I, I don't know. I felt myself losing interest watching this one. Um, I don't know. Maybe it was just because I was, it, I was at the end of all three of them, and I had kind, and I had, maybe I was felt feeling generally fatigued with the whole thing. Um. I don't know because it's like it's funnier than the second one. Again, I'd have to rewatch it. it, it it's 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 in an objectively speaking, it's a pretty basic. Like it's really corny. It's it doesn't take yeah, no. It, it's yeah, it's very, very basic, basic. It's a very basic like, plot, and it does something really special that about it, except for Bruce Campbell's performance. Like I think. That's what elevates the film, if anything. Yeah. Um, other than him, it's a really generic film that exactly, like I don't think yeah. would kind of be as highly. I mean, I don't even think it's highly regarded. Um, but it's kind of a it's kind of a fan favorite. He because... carries the second and third one, especially the. No, third he does. One. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Like, uh, objectively speaking, I feel like if you took him out and just put like basic, non-interesting. Or like just averagely interesting main lead. I would think. I think the. He almost reverses which one is the best. Like he gets more intense, and then everything else around him kind of like falls to the wayside. In my opinion, which it sounds strange, but it's like he like the focus it shifts to the point where like he's the main focus. Yeah. And if that didn't happen, I think they would have been progr- gotten progressively worse. Worse. Yeah, I think I agree. So it's like he's, it's almost like we're looking, like I could look at his, his role 
individually and then the whole movies as a whole and it would be the same thing because he's the one that's like carrying the whole thing um mm-hmm. yeah i think the timing and and like the jokes and stuff in the second in the third one were pretty funny looking back yeah. um the bone army like just like watching them just like blow up at the end was just kind of funny like they would just like scream like they're just the stupidest screams and then just get absolutely like like destroyed yeah it was um, probably the most mind-numbing final battle i've ever watched. i know yeah and it would just like repeat over and over again <laughs> yeah like it was it was cut, so back, cut back to the wall they'd launch something they'd blow up cut back to the wall they'd launch something they'd blow up it like, was like helm's deep before helm's deep no i was about to message you while i was watching i was like i was like this this we have we have we have the Battle of Helms Deep at home. Battle of Helms Deep at home. Yeah, no, yeah, that's how I felt too. <laughs> but, um, I definitely think his character is like, which I think is not a that's obviously not a hot take. Like it's a pretty cold take that his character is like the pivotal aspect of the entire thing. And I mean, he's in Fortnite. He's in Call of Duty. It, it's not a uh for no reason. Like, you could shoehorn him, horn him into basically like any franchise or any mm. literally anything, and it would be really good because I think he just like, um, the character will just, um, what's the word? I don't want to say carry again, but it's just it's just a, such a, a very strong and iconic role, I guess. Extreme which, presence. Yes, yes. So it does. The rest of it doesn't need to be out of the park. There doesn't even need to be this super authentic design, like set. To, like obviously, it helps. Like he's not in a vacuum, but his presence is so strong that you can kind of not take. You you don't have. You, you can kind of forgive some of the other. Um. Uh, issues or other not so great things in the movie, I guess. Yeah, I think I generally agree. Yeah. We, we, we've been at odds with each other this episode. I feel like. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I I've had. Def- I'm having a. It has been a long day, and I'm. I will admit, I'm having a difficult time putting. My no, me too. Together. Me too. For it sure. also has I, been a bit since we've recorded, so. I, no, I feel the same way. I don't know. I just don't have strong feelings towards this trilogy of films. Like, I don't really care. I'm glad I watched them. They're, I mean, they're yeah, funny. I, I, when it boils down to it, neither do I. I'm just kind of picking my own brain here mm-hmm. um, to try and, like, figure out what I think. But in the simplest sense, without all the extra talking, his role is the focal point mm-hmm. of the entire thing. Yeah. Even beyond him just being the main character, like that is the only reason people watch and really love. I agree. I agree. Yeah, they're not Uh, like oh, like the, like the like. I disagree. Actually, I disagree. I think that's the reason why you would watch the second and third one, but the first one, he's not really that big or like important of a character. I'd say in the first film, I think the first one, the the appeal is the fact that this was a film that Sam Raimi made when he was twenty on a very limited budget with very limited resources. That one's become kind of a cult classic. Um, the other two, I think, is definitely for like 
Bruce Campbell's performance. As, Even then, as though, I, in 2023, having the hindsight of the second two, people watch the first one because they've heard about the second and third one. Mm, maybe. I don't know. I don't know if, if that's necessarily true. But I mean, do you really see the second and third one? I don't. That's my, my perspective is I, I don't really see the second. Like, the second and third one definitely are in there more of their own sphere than the first one, but I don't see yeah, them yeah, as obviously. that diff I don't see them as that different. No, I think they, they definitely are more similar. Like, I don't see them as that sep- as so starkly separate. Like it's definitely yeah. still a series. And if you were uh, gonna watch it, I would recommend watching all of them, even though you could watch the second and third one. I I, I would I mean, I I'm I am one to do it all the way, do this kind of stuff all the way, but I I don't think it's like so different that it's I, I don't know, hmm, because it's hmm again maybe the, some of this boils down to you watching it in a different order than I did, but. I guess that would be interesting to see that one, la- the first one last, and kind of see it more as its own, its own thing. Yeah, I think we but, should probably start wrapping up, kind of our final thoughts. Um, let's see. Would you recommend these films? Yeah, I mean they're not like it, again, it, it's not a huge commitment to like they're very yeah, they're quite, that's they're true. They are very short. Yep, they're not really attention intensive um oh wait we forgot to we got to, forgot to mention there actually no, we did but we didn't really get into it there are two other films there's um the new one, one came called, out yeah there's evil dead and evil dead rise which i've heard kind of lean more into the the horror um kind of gruesome visceral. yeah evil dead rise actually looked pretty i saw trailers for that in the movie theater because it came out recently and that one actually looked pretty scary yeah i think they kind of are more closely related to the first film in terms of tone. Um, I'm not sure. I don't know. I, I, I haven't seen I'm either not... of them, so I have no kind of opinion. But um, what were you going to say? I want to say um, I'm not huge on like the more recent horror movies, except for like Jordan Peele, A24, more of those psychological thrillers. Like I really like those. But like stuff within like the last... 10, 15 years, maybe closer to like 10 years. Like Poltergeist and Annabelle and all like all of those, like especially the stuff like that's about the ghosts. Well, this is from the eighties, is it not? not? There's a re- the remake, I think. Oh. Um, or the what's the other one? The other Like The Conjuring? Yeah, the Conjuring, that's the one I was thinking of. Um I think the no, evil that is like somewhat like separate from those films, just because like um they don't oh, definitely have... i'm just i'm just um making connections oh, because okay. it's it's it i i haven't seen it obviously but i feel like it probably they the newer evil deads probably take more follow more along with the more recent stuff in terms mm. of like i think in terms um, of tone and style yeah yeah and 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 for me personally that's not really something i'm like super into those kind of like the, the the newer ghost and like spirit related ones kind of freaked me out i remember why like those genuinely like scare me uh like stuff like texas chainsaw massacre and all that kind of stuff that doesn't really bother me it's more like 
Um, yeah, I think the one the one you mentioned. What was the one you said? Uh, like the Conjuring. The Conjuring. Yeah, I feel like that's just so much like it's like a cheaper brand of horror though. Just in general, I don't know. Like it's, it's, it's I, it focuses not... more on, like the horror is derived from like jump scares and things of the like. Whereas like, um, I don't know. I, I mean, again, like the Evil Dead is, is is different than those those films. And then I think. Uh, yeah. So I, I just felt more like ghost stuff freaks me out because it's because I, I I think that's like more. That's the other thing is like the Conjuring is kind of based on somewhat true stories, and I do believe in like ghosts and spirits and stuff. So it's just it kind of felt it wasn't realistic, but I I, I also I'm I'm a uh. My one of my weaknesses is um, jump scares. So like, I, I the whole movie just had me kind of on edge because I'm like, when is something gonna jump out at mm. me? It's not necessarily like a better movie in that because of that. It's just kind of like I felt more freaked out. I guess. Hmm. I like the ones where it's kind of like it, it's kind of more. I have a strange relationship with the horror stuff. Cause it's like, sometimes I like the funny stuff and then sometimes I don't. Um, like I said, I like Nope and stuff like that where it's kind of more, I, I don't know. It, it, it leans more into like social commentary, that kind of stuff, more of like a, th- a thriller kind of thing. I definitely would prefer that stuff in terms of newer things, but I, I we, I mean, I, I don't even know if, where the newer Evil Dead stuff is on. Is that on any... Are those on any streaming? I have no idea. Did they get any, like, decent reviews? What was it? Were you talking um, about... Like, how were those received? I think kind of lukewarmly. I don't think... They weren't terrible films. Yeah. Um, I just think they are, again, are much different in tone than yeah. the other two, so... Again, I, I, they feel yeah. sort of separated from the rest of the, the franchise. That's another thing is it's like, I feel like with all these franchises, it's like they just milk it dr- like absolutely dry. Like every single one of these series has like, I mean, Evil Dead's not as bad, but it's like Halloween, Friday the 13th. Hang on, my headphones are oh, just a, a second. All right, hello. Yes. So sorry. Yeah, my headphones are right. disconnected. I'll make this last point just about the slasher stuff in general, and then we can wrap it up. Um, they've all, like... It's such an interesting thing, because obviously it's easy to, like, make fun of the slasher, the old slasher movies and all that kind of stuff, but they've all got, like, like Halloween... Um, What's the other one? Halloween, Friday the 13th. They've all got like 10, tw- like there's like 10 or 12 Friday the 13th movies. Mm-hmm. And it's just really interesting because those, those are like some of the only, it's not some, it's not after watching the first and second one, it's like, it's not something you would expect to have so many movies, especially when like most in most of these series after the second or third one, it's just like, 
it goes so down, far downhill, yet they make like 10. It's just to get more money. But it's like, if they fail, so if they get so like, you'd think if they were so bad and people hated on them, like generally dislike them so much, they wouldn't make five more after that. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. I, I think, again, they were just, these films are just kind of milked out for, for the money. Because, again, they're like, I think like six Scream films. Because people ten. are watching, my point is people are watching it because it's, oh, yeah, they, because they, they also have like cult followings. Like, there are people who, who, um, you know, are big fans of these franchises. Yeah. And even crazy. like, them, even though they're not like great films, like, they still can consume all of the films. So it's just crazy to believe that there's like such a dedicated, group of people like amount of people that they are able that they watch the movies for them to make enough money to even like and then to go ahead and make like eight more sequels yeah which i find funny but Mm. but yeah so yeah evil dead um, and then as well as other offshoots of other horror movies but i guess halloween episode talking about horror movies in general so yeah we may not be done with even though Halloween this will probably be posted after Halloween. We may have some more horror related things to discuss in future episodes, so stay mm, tuned for that. For sure. So uh with that being said, I'm Connor. I'm Campbell. And you just spent the last hour oh wait. No, it's you just wasted the last hour of your life listening to Real Geeks. <laughs> <laughs> Good night everyone. If you enjoyed this episode of Real Geeks, please be sure to follow us on social media at The Real Real Geeks for the latest news and updates. Also, be sure to leave us a review. What things did you like? What things would you like to see in future episodes? Let us know and we'll be sure to take a look.